Dicks out for Charlie Watts, yeah, baby. Dicks out for Charlie Watts. Hey, this is Blue State Rob. Hey. And you're listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Hey. A show hosted by a liberal Republican whose ancestry dates back to the small country of Armenia and fueled by bouts of anxiety and adult attention hyperactivity disorder, also known as ADHD. It's not the best, but still better than radio. Anyway, here's your host, Eric Zane. Okay, thank you, Rob. Appreciate it, buddy. This is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures from the Back Alley Comedy Club studio in the heart of beautiful Hudsonville, Michigan. Which apparently has uh, another radio person that has moved into the area. Uh, that would be the multi-talented Rachel Gray from uh, the only all-girl morning show or something like that. Gray and green in the morning on Hot FM. Uh, that is at uh, my old radio station, Cumulus, old radio company that is. Rachel Gray and Jackie Green. Jackie started as an intern on my old show and uh, worked her way up. There's an actual hard, crusty booger in my eye, and it's so glued to the side of my face that it hurts. Damn it. You see that? I just flicked it off. It was a cottage industry for the cops to pull me over. Back in the day when I had to get up at like 3 in the morning. Or not 3 in the morning. Got it. Yeah, right. When I would drive to work early. Because I'd always be late. And then they'd pull me over. Is it you again? Yeah. All right, get out of here. Rachel gets popped. Where Where are you coming from? Work. Or going to work or whatever. Where do you work? She says, uh, radio station, whatever. Do you know Eric Zane? So it's like they haven't seen me in forever. They're asking my whereabouts. So she's just moved to the area. I'm sure she'll be happy that I just announced that. Uh, oh, always super sweet. Always super nice. Amazing. Yeah, she started on the radio um, with Jackie Green after uh, Gravy Baby Hands got fired. You remember Gravy? Hey, Gravy Baby Hands. <laughs> After every sentence, he would always do this weird type of hybrid noise laugh. <laughs> they replaced him with uh, Jackie. And then the lady who pulls calls all the shots there, uh, Lori, who has to get up at midnight for work to put on her wig and... Uh, 48 pounds of makeup and wedge her foot into a 16 inch high heel uh, committed to the morning show of two ladies, which, you know, they're then they, they, they tout that as West Michigan's only all lady morning show. Booyah. All right. Seems to work. Seems to be fine. 
Everybody's having a good time? Awesome. So, yes, beginning with dicks out for Charlie Watts. My gosh, what a career. 80 years old, yesterday it was announced Charlie Watts, the drummer from the Rolling Stones, has passed away. Now, make no mistake, Charlie was never regarded as the type of drummer like, uh, you know, Bonzo from Led Zeppelin, who, you know, uh, in one hand he's keeping a certain type of time, and in the other hand is like another time, and then he's uh, doing crazy shit with his feet that's all like intricate. And uh, people are like, wait, what the fuck is happening with the drums? That's not Charlie Watts. No. Charlie Watts was a machine. It's not like uh, the, the Rolling Stones are not Led Zeppelin. Entirely different types of bands. With the Rolling Stones, you're going to get rock and blues. And that's it. And there wasn't, uh, there were never really too many opportunities for Charlie to do shit like Bonzo. And you, you didn't need it. You don't need it. There was a time in Charlie Watts' life that Keith Richards had to give him a pep talk about doing too much heroin. That's true. Keith Richards had to give him a pep talk, who everybody said was going to be dead by the time he's 40. But now if you're Keith Richards, you know, I think he's, well, he's, I guess, the picture of health now. Uh, Charlie Watts had to battle heroin, had to battle uh, alcohol, and emerged from all those things. And, uh, you know, rock star, but with the same woman forever. Uh, married his wife in, I don't know, 1960-whatever. And, um, yeah, man, stayed with her. He, um, on August 5th, it was reported that Charlie had uh, committed to sitting out the restarting of uh, the latest tour due to, as it's described, a medical procedure involving his heart and that uh, some other dude would sit in. Not really sure what went south from that point 20 days ago. He died in London yesterday with his family around him. So I guess they it was kind of like a steady downward slope. Jagger and Richards paid uh, tribute to him. Several classic rock celebrities paid tribute to Watts following his death, including his bandmates. Uh, also, uh, Paul McCartney, Ringo Starr, Elton John also paid tribute. In 2016, he was ranked 12th on Rolling Stone's 100 Greatest Drummers of All Time list. Absolutely fantastic. I love Charlie Watts. I just, uh, I just heard a new... A song by the Stones. Well, uh, not new. It's previously unreleased. And uh, just awesome. It's, uh, let's see. Nah, it doesn't even matter. When Love Comes to Town or some shit. It, it's the same. It's the same thing we've heard a million times, but I just love it. I wish I could play it for you, but I'd get a Facebook ticket. Living in the heart. Living in the heart of love. 
by the Rolling Stones on a, I guess, a, uh, a reissue of Tattoo You. Rest in peace. Dick's out for Charlie Watts. Yeah, Dick's out for Charlie Watts. Who was number one on that list of drummers? Good question. Don't know. I would guess Neil Peart from Rush. Let's see how close I am. Rolling Stones list of top 100 drummers. It's got to be Neil Peart, right? Am I sa- I'm saying that right, right? Okay. Number 100 is Christian Vander. Alex Van Halen is 51. Load more. Load more. Keep loading more. I don't think this is going to work out for me. Well, if you find it, let me know. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, we're getting there now. Boy, it is tough to navigate the internet these days. They have figured out how to monetize it in probably the most obnoxious way possible. You can't, I mean, uh, talk about me doing ads. I don't want to hear any bitching about me and the uh, amount of uh, marketing on my show. Any fucking website, you can't do anything without being inundated. You ever try to, like, uh, search a recipe online? By the way, Ringo Star 14, okay? I don't know shit about uh, drumming, so I'm not going to. Mitch Mitchell from The Experience is eight. Okay, a lot of people I don't know. Ah, fuck. Neil Peart, four. Ginger Baker from Cream, three. Keith Moon, Moon the Loon, two. Well, then that means it's got to be John Bottom at number one, right? And it is. Bonzo Bonham. That guy was a fucking alien. I'm not kidding you. There's uh, breakdown videos of shit he does. One particular song, there's a, uh, I, I, I got to remember to link this up. There's a breakdown of the what he's doing in the song Fool in the Rain by Led Zeppelin. One of my all-time, bop, 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 oh, baby. One of my all-time favorites. By Led Zeppelin. And Bonzo, that's a perfect example of when I was describing how one hand's doing one time, the other hand is doing... It's, it's remarkable what this guy does. Most of us can't walk and chew gum. Well, maybe just me. But, uh, so there you go. Tony Bazio, look him up. Specifically, the, uh, the black page, Michael says. Michelle predicted Bonzo Bonham. Never heard of the drummer. Load more. Shut up. Michael Lee has to be on there somewhere. There's a documentary coming out about drummers soon. There you go. All right. The huge show is in attendance. Oh, my God. And, of course, he writes, the show is huge. Uh, Bill Simonson, uh, legendary radio personality. 
who, um, as you know, we have a history back on the old uh, 107. Dick's out for 107.3. Bill, how about that? Uh, Bill, uh, it's amazing. 107.3, we got uh, replaced by the country format. Okay, I don't expect you to comment on, on any of this. And uh, Ben says, statewide web address. Hey, Eric, quack, quack. So we got Ben Glaze in here. We got Bill Simonson in here. How about that? And the old 107.3 days, we tried our asses off to make that work. And then they made the decision to uh, put the 94.5 country signal on 107.3, which had like a, a, a four share when they made the move. And now the same format, the country station, is on 107.3 like a one share. Uh, no doubt a massive leadership problem uh, as the redhead has fucking uh, nosedived that one into the swamp. Way to go, you stupid dumb fuck. Okay? Uh, Bill, they ended up putting Bill. Well, Bill is not is no longer an employee at Cumulus. He is part of uh, the Michigan Sports Radio Network, owned and operated by a gentleman by the name of Marty Boer. And the signal, the show originates from across the hall, so uh, at uh, at uh, Cumulus, on 106.1 on the FM dial and on 1340 AM, where it all began. Bill uh, talks... All the time, every second of every show, he talks to a guy named uh, Mark Yule from uh, High School Sports Extravaganza or whatever the fuck it is. Totally kidding. Uh, Kate says, redheaded bitch lips, right? That's exactly who it is. What a, oh my God, what a fucking handful She's the one that I sat in on those air check sessions with Ben. Ah, fuck. This is the same lady who, um, Bill. Okay. She said to Bill, okay, so, uh, this is before, uh, we got fired from 107.3 and, uh, Bill went on to that, uh, sports network. So Bill, uh, uh, being that I'm new here, I've decided that I'm going to air check you and Bill to his credit said, uh, no, you're not. What do you mean? I'm the boss. He goes, I, I don't care. Uh, I'm not. I just won't do it. I mean, if you schedule it, I, I won't be here. Take it or leave it. <laughs> that was the end of that. <laughs> All right. Well, this is interesting. This is kind of a tease here. Big things on the horizon in Grand Rapids for the huge show. Uh-oh. We got some, uh, we got some inside info there. Statewide web address. Uh, Mark says, what was her worst radio advice? Oh, I don't know. I, 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 fuck. I'd have to really go back and think about that. Kevin Kuyper says, call huge. Huh. 
I'm getting ready to tee off at Tully Moore. What's up, Zane? You getting ready to tee off somewhere? I'm, 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 I'm laughing out loud when you said, I'm ready to tee off at Tullymore, and I'm actually at Tullymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's only an hour north of Grand Rapids. Less than an hour north of Grand Rapids. Less than an hour, and, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. Hold on. I saw it when I jumped in when Ben Glaze is commenting on my radio career. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, Ben. Poor Ben. Yeah, he, he, you know, he, uh, it, radio's a tough one these days, you know? It is. It's, it always is, you know, but you see, here's what, your, your unfiltered podcast, I, the, the people who are listening right now, Zane, is, it's so you, you're honest, you're funny, <laughs> it's so you, if, if there was some way you could use uh, profanity in the morning. Grand uh, Rapids would be the greatest radio show ever. <laughs> yeah, you were never a big supporter of swearing. Um, you were always. I remember when we worked together. You were like, "All right, on your post, you cannot be swearing. No swearing." Well, you know, I, there is a there is a balance. You you, you don't get like you know Tom Brokaw coming out and going. And tonight in Afghanistan. The fucking Taliban are out of the <laughs> <laughs> You don't get that stuff. You're going. Right, right. Uh, let's go to Bill Stafford. And Bill, uh, the weather looks humid tomorrow. Humid as fuck, Vicky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I used to make fun of you because I would go on the air and, uh, uh, I would say, yeah, hey, I talked to Bill yesterday. He was annoyed at me. And Ben would say, yeah, what's up? And I said, well, and I would do an impression of you. And I would say, you got to cut out the sexy talk. No more sexy talk. <laughs> I was, you know, what I was trying to do is that, or there's, you know, the podcast, it could be you, it could be Rogan, it could be anybody. It's free form, which is beautiful. Radio has never been free form. Some people have tried it and then they end up losing their jobs. But, you know, the the beauty of what you do is amazing. And I think because of how honest you've been on your podcast and how open you are and real with your audience is that, you know, radio people are like, oh, we can't do that today because, you know, he'll, he may drop the F-bomb and a $250,000 fine. And I'm like, you know, and no one's told me that. I'm just giving you a, oh, a, of a course. radio perspective. Of course. <laughs> Cause you're, I'm telling you, dude. When I'm, I'm watching and listening to you, and I was just really, you know, uh, looking at pictures of myself on my phone, and then <laughs> I, 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 I said, man, this dude is just—you're comfortable, you're honest, you flow. I love how you play off your comments, and it spins into something like this, and i just love it eric thanks and, thank you i appreciate that yeah. i appreciate and I that i will i will promise you um within the week i will come back on the eric zane show podcast and tell you about the big news 
Oh, okay. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. You kind of hint, hinted around. I can't discuss. Okay. I can't discuss. Oh, yeah, I, so I won't, will, I won't it ask. Will be, it will be big, and 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 I will – there there could be a way for the reunion on air, minus the F-bombs, minus talking about your dog taking a shit, all these <laughs> things. Okay, minus, minus all those things. There will there will be a reunion, and I just can't I can't go into details. All I can say, maybe you see the billboards in town right now. Uh, you know, big things are coming. That's it. Oh, billboards! All right. Yeah. Well, there's, if you, if around West Michigan, there's billboards. And, okay. Well, let me you know, let me ask you this: If someone saw one of those billboards and sent it to me, could I tweet it out? Yeah, so you could just say big things are coming. I think the billboard says big things are coming. Oh, okay, that's what the that's what, okay. So this is this is this is nothing. Uh, if if someone's spending money on billboards, that's usually an indicator, uh, in my own perspective, that uh, that's that's this is this is actually going to be uh, quite uh, quite a thing. Yeah, it's just, you know, it, it's like big things are coming, and uh, the billboards are throughout West Michigan and. I will I will come on uh, with you next week, uh, probably Tuesday, and we can discuss it. Okay. Okay, I'm excited. All right, All right. I can't and I can't I'll, wait to hear it. And, and 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 it will be it will be a way for us to reunite. Wow. Uh, All right. Well, I can't. Okay. Uh, well, shit. I don't know what the hell is going on. So uh, I'm anxious to hear what the hell you mean by that. Uh, I will. And I will. And your audience, I, I will say this and your, your loyal audience through, through everything you've uh, accomplished and still are accomplishing in platforms of podcasting and what you do, uh, your audience is one of the coolest group of people I've ever seen. I mean that. And even you, even you, you can never thank Glaze the way, you know, when you were at Free Beer and Hawkins and where we were at and relationship, the honest, true relationship we have now. And, and when you brought Ben back in and, you know, Ben was way weird. And once he tried comedy, he realized I need to get the fuck back in the radio. <laughs> and thank God. No, uh, he's still trying at comedy, though. He's good, but you know, he. I, I saw some video clips at Superfly Hayes, which was lurch with you guys. And my producer, everybody <laughs> yes, needs a course. new name when you change. Yeah, yeah. He, he played me a video snippet of Glaze doing comedy, and I think fucking hostages in Afghanistan <laughs> uh, seem more comfortable. Oh. <laughs> when ah, we, when, holy when shit! We, oh when, my god. When reading something, they seem more comfortable. Oh my so god! I just, you know, it's like his his he, he has he has he has potential as a comedian. He just has to get comfortable. That's All right. It. All right. Very good. Uh, very good. And, and, and when I said I said he his comfort level, uh-huh. not that he looked like a hostage in Afghanistan. Okay. Oh, yeah. I don't. Of I don't course. want people. Nah, don't, I don't worry about it. Mis- don't worry I don't about it. I don't want people miss out. Well, you know this world we live in yeah, with Twitter and yeah, Facebook. I know yeah, you, you got to wor- look. Look at those. Look at those Reddit people. What they're doing. Yeah, have you? I'm going to talk about them in a second. Have you ever uh, had a uh, concern that you would be canceled? No, you know some people were like when I uh, when I brought up Stephen A. Smith never was suspended, but Jack Morris was for you know. You know his uh, Asian accent, but yeah. Stephen Smith basically was 
bigoted racist in his comments. Yeah. People were like, oh, you better watch out. You're going to get canceled. I'll tell you what. Uh, first off, if you don't understand the room you're in, so we're in a podcast, it's free form, it's funny, it's humor. People get it who choose to listen. Two, if, if you deliver an opinion pointing out another opinion that was treated differently, how, how do you get canceled for that? And I'll say this about the cancel culture. When Bill Maher on HBO every week, uh, who is as left as you probably can get in the media, when he is ripping the cancel culture and talking about it hurting America, it's ridiculous. And my feeling is if an advertiser wanted to leave because uh, I said a joke on a podcast uh, or I delivered an opinion on air on my Facebook page, that, that's, that's a scary part of this country, man. It really is. Yeah. And I don't care what political side you're on, and I'm not talking politics, but the day our opinions, our opinions, our opinions don't matter uh, is a sad day for America. I'm glad you expressed that. I, 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 I talked a lot about the Morris thing, and uh, I thought it was BS. And uh, uh, your, my opinion, not yours. See, I, 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 you, you can't cancel the canceled like me. So I'll just say the only reason why Stephen A. Smith didn't get hammered is because he's a black guy. Again, everybody has the right <laughs> to their opinion. Oh. Everybody, you know, well, and, and Otani comes out after the game. And, and through his interpreter, says, I watched the video. I have no issue with it. So if Otani right. and, and, and Morris never said anything negative, he no. said, you know, be very, very careful. And he was trying to use the Asian acts. A lot of people were bringing up the Elmer phone. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. Come on. Come on yeah. You know, the day, the day you're quoting fucking Looney Tunes <laughs> on a baseball game, he should be fired. Right. Okay, is that, but when Otani said he didn't have an issue with it and Morris immediately apologized, yeah. it, it should have been, and it was end of story. If you notice, there's been nothing since Otani apologized. Right. And, did, and did you see that, uh, first of all, Joe Madden said he understood, but A.J. Hinch was, he threw um, Morris under the bus. What did you think about that? Yeah, but A.J. Hinch, here's a guy where he talks about you know, what Morris said wasn't good for baseball. What did Morris say that was negative? He said, he, he meant to say very be very, very careful because Otani is the best power hitter in baseball, right? And lead, leads the right. league at homers. Right. And and he didn't say anything negative about Otani, about Asian Americans, about Asians, about any country, about any uh, society, about any culture. He didn't say anything negative. He just he just said, you know, be careful, you know, like watch out, don't right. you know, which means don't throw him a, a meat pitch he could crush four hundred and fifty feet. And instead, they, they treat Jack Morris uh, like he was demeaning, you know, eight, and yeah. I'm thinking, you know, with comedians, again, it's the room platform that I talk about. You know, Dave Chappelle, his white voice impersonation is one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. I mean, but then people say, well, you know what you're getting when you're paying and walking in to a, a comedy theater or a room. I, I yeah, get that. People know what you're getting when you walk into this, that it's unfiltered. It's, I understand uh... that. But if Morris did not demean or say anything where you're like, whoa, uh, where, where you're like, yeah. whoa, uh, you know, and, and, and then Otani says, I don't have an issue with it. Yep, yep. And, uh, you know, and it, 
they uh, the news reports described it as mocking. That was not mocking. Mocking is if you there 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 there's there's a fine line there. But I know I know mocking when I hear it because I do it every day. And that was not mocking. He wasn't trying to hurt anybody with that. So I don't. Uh, I think that uh, Stephen A. Smith, what he did was a hell of a lot worse. And uh, it it doesn't uh, equate here. In in my opinion, it was completely uh, unfair. Oh God, that's the first thing I did when I uh, heard that. You know, I read the Valley Sports Detroit and Tigers, and again, they own their businesses; they can do what they want to. And AJ Hinch, kind of throwing Morris under the bus, kind of told me, you know, here here's what I also feel here that is kind of not out here uh, somewhere. You know, Jack Morris is a tough guy to deal with just personally. You know, he's you yep. know, he's he's you know, heavy ego, uh, very commands a room. The, the vibe I'm getting is that because they have Petrie, they have Monroe doing it. They, they've had, you know, lots of Jackson sit in. My guess is that maybe maybe there's some inside that organization that just wanted more. Maybe. Right? It happens all the time. That's what happened yeah, to me. Could, for God's but, sake. but that's not the way to do it because regardless of what you think of him personally, yeah. uh, it isn't fair. And, and, and people who, who can't take junk, this is what is just pisses me off about America that you can't take a joke. So Shaquille O'Neal can joke about Yao Ming and nothing happens to him. But Jack Morris jokes about yep. uh, not even a joke, but just, you know, mimic an Asian accent. And he's suspended indefinitely and has to go through racial sensitivity. Training. Oh, God, how embarrassing. What an awful thing. Well, you didn't need that statement from Valley Sports Detroit. You could have just not had Morris on for they talk to him, wait to see what the temperature is, wait to find out if Otani or the Angels were offended, right? Right. Instead, and, they uh, they settled it with a nuclear bomb, I know. Oh, uh, everybody comes flying in right now. I mean, when you look at this country, and forget the political lines, left, right, center, independent, uh, you're living off the grid, I don't care, is that everything is reactionary, nothing is thought out anymore. Uh, look at our school boards over the mask. Look at sports and COVID. Look at Cousins and his teammates, and he's getting ripped for not getting the vaccination. I mean, my Lord, everyone just jumps the gun that this man, this woman is a devil because of this or because they didn't do this. Or, oh, my God, this family doesn't want their kids wearing masks. They're, uh, they're borderline uh, abusive. I mean, I'm just, you know, I, I, I can't even, I swear to God, Eric, and I'll pop in and watch your podcast. I can't watch network national news anymore. I can't watch the local news here because it is nothing but a fear factory. That's it. Bill, I've been I listening to. Oh, sorry. Uh, I, I've been listening to your show lately, and those are all good points. And uh, you have been talking about Jared Goff, Matt Stafford. Uh, you think Goff is uh, going to get more victories for the Lions than Stafford is going to get for the Rams, correct? Yeah, I made, uh, back at the end of January, this is nothing new, I made a prediction uh, that Jared Goff in a Lions uniform starting games this year uh, versus Matt Stafford in a Los Angeles Rams uniform starting games would win more games as a starter, Goffwood and Stafford. My Lord. You would have thought that, you know, I had 43 babies I kidnapped in a, in a shut-up back. I yeah. mean, the, the people came at me like crazy, and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, you look at he never won a playoff game. I'm like, he threw for 45,000 well, yards. Well, 
What's interesting is you've always had someone that you've, uh, like if it wasn't Jim Le- who do you think you've had a bigger ax to grind with, Jim Leland or Matt Stafford? Uh, Jim Leland because he took away two World Series rings from <laughs> the city of Detroit, 2006-2013. I mean, again, he's a nice guy. I met him, and he's a good dude. He, he, he chain smokes like he's at a craps table 24-7, but, right. you know, he's a good dude. And, and I, you know, Stafford, my beef is a personal, you know, a uh, good man, good father, good friend, yeah. good teammate. But, you know, end of the day, I believe you are judged in sports on your championships, on your big wins, on your leadership. You know, Aaron Rodgers, watch what he does. But ever since he's grown his long hair and he's marrying another actress, he's really changed. Yeah. But look what he, look what he has done with the Packers and he puts a team on his back and he, and he, and he, they can lose three running backs. They can lose three wide receivers. You know, Stafford has had Calvin Johnson and Golden Tate and Hawkinson they drafted, an offensive lineman they drafted. And my God, he's had Marvin Holm. He's had some Marvin Jones Jr. He, he's had all these receivers. What about – uh, people say – Oh, sorry, well, go ahead. No, no, they say he does it all by himself. And I'm like, that's bullshit. He doesn't do it by himself. <laughs> All right, well, I, you know, that's actually something to watch this year. I'm really excited. I, I am actually very, very excited to watch. I always am excited to watch the Lions. I don't – I never really have that high of an expectation. And if it goes south, I always just kind of like, well, all right, maybe maybe next game. You know, I think out of all the teams uh, in uh, when it comes to the Detroit sports teams, I, I don't know. It's just a – to me, the Lions are lovable. Uh, I don't. I don't even have any big expectations at all for them. I and I you know, and I said this yesterday during our Tullymore Golf Resort Fall Football Summit with Doug Skeen and Chris Ballas oh, sure. and Wolverine.com is that I I made even I won up my prediction on golf. I said that he will win a Super Bowl in Detroit before Stafford wins a Super Bowl in Los Angeles. Oh, no, nobody's going to win a Super Bowl. Enough with the Super Bowl. Yes, Jesus. they will. Come on. Yes, they will. No Come on, will. man. You gotta, I like Campbell. Dude. People are going People are going batshit crazy over this preseason game. I like Saturday him, too. Night. I, I, I love mean, Campbell. I love Campbell that he uh, – I, I love Campbell because he uh, he cut – the Don um, Mulebach, uh, and then he's he then owned the fact that it was poor timing. He called himself a dumb shit or something like. I, I yeah, love he that. Said, stuff. He, said, he said he was an asshole for cutting him on his birthday. That's yeah, what he said. Yep, yep. And I, he is uh, he he does not screw around. And I I uh, I don't care if they lose sixteen games. I still like Dan Campbell. Yeah, you know, and the, and the lovable lines. I agree with that. And I just think you know people went crazy. Off, you know, Steelers were starting their starters. Lions didn't have anybody yet on offense. And yeah, they got some work to do on defense. But people, the way when Matt Stafford left, they acted like Gordy Howe retired or Joe Lewis stepped out of the ring. Yeah. And I'm thinking, what did Stafford do? Oh, he was a good a leader in Detroit. He, they were 5-11. and 11. How many coaching staffs uh, were blown out? Right, right. I mean, come on. It's not all on Stafford. Don't get me wrong, but not applying any fault to where the Lions were during his career is just plain and simple horseshit. All right. Well, I'm going to leave it right there. I can't wait to hear more about what this big announcement is. Uh, I'll I'll talk with you Tuesday. I will come on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Your wonderful audience from all around the world. you got people listening uh in pakistan indonesia i was looking at your podcast sure. yep. thank you and thank you you're you're 
your your egg yeah. uh, worldwide and your audience is awesome and people who try and say your audience is a borderline militia i find that offensive <laughs> all right thank you bill we love you and i love the eric zane show nation all right buddy thank you there you go bill simonson uh he, bill i i didn't mention this i forgot to get into this but uh bill is a huge uh keep the masks on the kids in school guy Uh, my rant yesterday about the military needs to kick in doors and jam needles into people's necks. Don't even give them one vaccination and then wait two weeks for the other. Just do the both. Whammo! Bill supports that. He said that. I don't know. Uh, his opinion. I mean. Totally kidding. Aram says Stafford took all their money so they couldn't bring in other talent. Should take a page from Brady's book. Super Bowl this year. Is it it's pretty much if it's anything other than the Kansas City Chiefs and I guess Tampa again? You know. I think that uh, what I'm concerned about with Brady is that when you get to be as old as he is, you know, it's kind of like um, there's a drop off in the ocean where, you know, you're at like three feet of water and then suddenly you're in 40 feet of water. When you're that old, something bad can happen quickly. You know, he is one uh, blind, he, he is one missed block away from retirement because the body does not respond that way. Uh, I should say the body does not respond favorably uh, nearly as well as when you're young. All right, I got a question here. One of the audience members in the live stream, it says Kyle Ryan. It's, uh, and, and, and I'm curious. Uh, no, Sorry. I guess I got that mixed up. Someone suggested that that's the guy that's running for for governor. No, 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 no. That would be Ryan Kelly. You're 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 flipping it. Welcome, Kyle. Bill says I don't support masks in school or anywhere. You effing troublemaker. Oh, I must have gotten that wrong. I must have flipped that in my head. Brady is a freak of nature. No one can replicate Brady ever. Ah, that, that wasn't the argument, but uh, Pat Mahomes will be the closest talent but won't win more than three Super Bowls, Kyler says. All right. Okay, we are off and running on a uh, Wednesday edition of the Eric St. Show podcast. We will bring my dad in momentarily, uh, and I usually would have talked about this uh, already, but we were – off and running doing our thing with Bill. So uh, my dad will be joining us for Dear Meathead, brought to you by JM Synthetics. I don't have any questions. I don't have a damn thing. So we have 17 minutes to come up with questions for my dad. I will check the Facebook post. Maybe there's a couple on there. Uh, but, yes, if you have anything you want to ask my dad, email me on the Shoreliners Striping inbox. Shoreliners Striping, shorelinerstriping.com. Stripe the parking lot with Shoreliners. 
in and around Michigan. They they travel. So if your parking lot looks like hell, you got to make a great first impression on your customers. Shoreline or striping. Uh, I got to catch up on some uh, on some ads here. Uh, Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. You're enjoying the live the live stream brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Please like it, share it. Twitter, a Periscope video. At Eric Zane Show on Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Please retweet it with a snarky comment. And the almighty YouTube. Buyinsurancehere.com with Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. The almighty YouTube, Eric Zane Show on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel, bell notification, thumbs up, and off you go. Thank you. Questions for Dear Meathead. Send them along. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Excuse me. Man, I've got a ton of stuff to get into. And the open and the live stream. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, 616-532-6600. If you need your car repaired and you are in and around West Michigan, bang on the door of Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. So simple. They are fantastic. This isn't like I've, I've talked about this before. You ever like... Uh, you know, you let's say you live by a place that fixes cars. You've never been there in your life. You just go there because it's close to you. Uh, you walk in. There's no one at the desk. Okay. You look around. You can see through the lobby, the glass, into the area where they repair the cars. There's some guy fixing a set of brakes. There's shit all over his face. Shirt's untucked. He's sweating like a pig. Weighs 350 pounds. Smells like wet balls. He comes open to the door, can I help you? Some of this grease monkey, you're like, oh, God, I'm out of here. Not the case at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. A cut above. All right. The best place to get your vehicle fixed. Trusted name. If you don't believe me, look at their Google reviews. Irvine's.com. E-R-V-I. N-E-S, that's E-R-V-I-N-E-S, Irvines.com, right at the top, Google reviews, click on it, 4.9 star average, awesome. The mortgage guy in charge of uh, all things mortgage would be the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Okay, so it doesn't matter where you are, anywhere in the U.S., there are some exceptions, uh, South Carolina, Maine, Hawaii, and Alaska. Otherwise, if you need a mortgage, call Mario. Now, when I say that, I I don't necessarily want you to say, all right, you're my guy. Would you just talk to him? Just talk to him. Let him do his job. Uh, convince you that he is the guy. 231-332-6505. He will go the extra mile for you. And if you're the type of soul who unfortunately has had to endure a bankruptcy, a divorce, uh, bad credit, no credit, if you're young, Mario can help you with that. If, if, in the rare instance, you cannot get a mortgage, and that does happen, let him guide you with what you need to do, because that's, that's tough, you know? That'll probably break your heart, man. You try it. All you want to do is get a small first house or whatever it may be, and it, there, there's just nothing there. You have no 
uh, credit impact in the world. You, you got to start somewhere. You got to start proving that you can pay bills. That's being on the grid. Mario can help you with that. We are days away from what is officially, as of right now, our biggest paintball event at TC Paintball Grand Rapids. We're sitting at a number near 30. I have eight, count them, eight paintball scholarships that have been awarded. Terry, thank you very much. Patriot Nick, Adam and Houghton Lake, they all dug into their pockets, gave the money to Rick at TC Paintball and said, award paintball scholarships. And I've got them all lined up. Josh is going. Uh, Sarah Rugrock-Roosh, her son Avery, and three others are going. One more guy who I keep forgetting who it is, but I will find out. They're all getting paintball for free. I want you to join us at TC Paintball for Paintball War 15, the back-to-school slaughter. It happens Sunday at 5 p.m. We start that event with a free pizza party from BC, stands for Best Choice Pizza, in Grand Rapids on Lake Michigan Drive. Thank you to them. We eat the pizza, we load up the guns, and off we go. Outdoor paintball play on a beautiful Sunday afternoon. 35 bucks gives you the paint, the mask, the gun. All right? Bill's got to get his fat, his fat ass out there. We'll shoot him up. Impossible for him to hide behind any of the obstacles. His head will be sticking. Oh, God, that's terrible. Shit. If Bill puts a mask on, okay, there would still be 11 inches of face to either side sticking out. He's the only person in the world that is not allowed to play paintball. It's not my fault you've got an Easter Island head. We will see you on Sunday at TC Paintball. Where the hell is my water? Oh, my God. I cannot believe I went into the bathroom, got my water, filled it up, and left it in there. Well, I got to pee anyway. So I'm going to take a quick break. Statewide web address. Just picked up a news station on 4.50 a.m. The Beaver, Beaver Island, Michigan. You can only hear the station on Beaver Island. Population zero. Another new affiliate on the huge radio network. Michigan's only, he always says it. Michigan's only afternoon syndicated statewide sports talk radio show. I bust his balls, but uh, I've got a new appreciation from monologue style content. That is uh, not everybody can do that. And I, I, well, a lot would say that I still don't know how to do that, but it's been a long time still doing it. Pumping out 100 milliwatts. Uh, all right. Bill had, uh, let's see, where am I here? What do I want to talk about? Aha! 
again, Dear Meathead questions. Did Let me see if there's any in here. Let's see. Uh, Dean has one. Uh, okay. Dean is, uh, this is what Dean writes. Dear Meathead, what is your opinion on cigarette smoking? Since... There, uh, there. He right. He wanted to say. I think he said since there is no health benefits, is it? Does it sound right when you say there is no health benefits, or are you supposed to say since there are no health benefits? It sounds weird when it's written as since there is no health benefits. What's correct? I'm not even sure myself, but to me, it feels like when he writes since there is no health benefits, it seems clumsy to me. Anyway. Since there are no health benefits of smoking, should the government outlaw cigarette smoking or should it be a personal choice? Please embellish. Thanks. Boring Dean. Now, what that is, is that's a a Minecraft head's attempt at uh, taking a run at me because uh, I was just beating the shit out of him again yesterday about his extremely dumb stance on the vaccine. You see, Dean's one of these dopey, dumb patriots, okay? So, you know, that's where that comes from. Adam says, Dear Meathead, our boy has just turned 14 years old and is starting to get (coughs) acne zits. He does try to keep his face clean. Did you ever suffer pimples? Any advice for him? Thank you, Adam and Michelle. Oh, he's got, yeah, I'm sure he'll be able to help you out there. Uh, Eric at ericzaneshow.com. If you have a question for dad on Dear Meathead. So yesterday, tell me if you think this is racist. I think it is. I think I did something racist. Felt bad about it. It might not be as racist because I realized it was racist. But I think this is racist. Jeremy out the door shows up. Take a look at this old hot tub I got. This thing I was telling you about, it's just, it, I, I shut it down. I haven't used it in two years. And it was fine when I shut it down. And now I turn it back on and it's, it's broken. Which, by the way, there's three pumps on this damn thing. Two of them are broke. So I said to him, I go, ah, well, this sounds like it's got to be really inexpensive to fix. What do you think? 30 bucks out the door? And he goes, no, definitely not 30 bucks. He just laughed in my face. Definitely not 30 bucks out the door. Probably more like, well, I don't even know. He didn't want to say. He didn't want to scare me. So he shows up. And there's a dude in the car. And I've seen him before. And, uh. I go, hey, man, good to see you again. Black guy. And he doesn't say anything. And I thought that was weird. Uh, so it's kind of gnawing at me. Did I just do something wrong? Because last time that they were at the house, uh, there was a black guy with them helping and uh, I had interacted with him. I forget his name. Might have been Shane. 
That's kind of a weird name for a black guy, isn't it? Anyway, I'll just say Shane. No, Sean. It was Sean. And uh, so, hey, man. Now, I didn't remember his name was Sean. I just remember that he was a black guy. He was helping Jeremy. So, hey, man, good to see you again. No answer. Uh-oh. So it was gnawing at me, and then uh, I had forgotten that the name was Sean. So I said to Jeremy out the door and Tim, I go, hey, dude, uh, this is like 10 minutes later. It's still chewing on my brain. I go, what's the name of that guy who uh, who's in the car or in the, in, the, in the truck waiting for you? He's just sitting there waiting because it wasn't a three-person job. It was just two guys checking it out. And they say, like, Jim. I go, oh. Is that the same guy you had here last year? No. This is his brother. I go, oh. Well, I think that's weird. They go, why? I go, well, because I just said to I walked up to him and said, hey, man, good to see you again. Now, this guy has never seen me in, in, in my life or in his life. And so he's got to be thinking, yeah, this guy saw my brother. And he thinks that I'm my brother because in this stupid cracker's mind, all black people look alike. So I go, uh, yeah, hey, so yeah, I think I made an ass out of myself. And I explained that to him. He goes, yeah, you kind of did. You kind of, you know, the old, I think you did that. It's like, ah, shit. Now, at that time, you want to. You want to correct it. You want to go out there and say, hey, man, uh, sorry, I screwed up your name. Uh, 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 and then what do you say? I thought you were someone else uh, because you're black, and so was he. Fuck! Now, it's not like racist, like KKK racist. But I have done this so many times. Uh, Asian people, black people, it's good. Fuck. I have no excuse. Damn it. Kathy says, nope, don't overthink it. Tyler says, no, not racist at all, especially if they're brothers. Yeah, but. Look, I'm telling you, the only reason why, I'm, t- I'm being honest, the only reason why I said, hey, good to see you again, is because the last time there, that uh, Jeremy out the door was there, a black guy was there, and now this time, a black guy's there. Thus, it must be the same guy, because he's black. You guys are trying to tell me that I'm not racist, or that... Well, I know I'm not racist, or that that is not a racist moment. I think absolutely that's a racist moment. Not racist, like, again, uh, 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 KKK-level racist, but that is steeped in in uh, all black people look alike there. I got to do better. <laughs> Everybody is telling me I'm not racist, and I'm telling you I'm a racist. Uh, it's that it's that's the second time this has gotten me in trouble in the in last week where I said, hey, good to see you again. When, in fact, the people that were visiting the house, I hadn't ever seen them before. The guy who was uh, fixing the fucking washer and dryer. I had never seen him before. The black guy visiting, fixing the pool. I had never seen him before. 
Kenny, you guys are missing the point. I'm telling you, if you were to, I got to get Mike Logan on here. He's, I, I need to ask him uh, because he's about all things black. So let me let me reach out to Mike with a text message. Wait a minute. Do I not have him on a cell phone? Shit. That sucks. When you want to talk black, we'll get Logan on. All right. I can't come up with it fast enough. Let's get him on. Dad, brought to you by JM Synthetics. Online at jamsynthetics.com. Man, you Johnny on a spot. Hi, Dad. How are you? I'm foot. Good. good. I'm foot. I'm good. Did you? Did you I just? I can't even think. Yeah, it sounded like you said that you're foot. Yeah, I did. <laughs> hey, 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 Joanna. I, I do that all the time. I just got up not too long ago, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you are very food. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> I never think of that. That's... I was going to say good as a foot. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, hey, we can't. We're not all perfect. <laughs> so I certainly am not perfect today. So I just I, hope I can be able to help somebody. So, Dad, I was doing some math, and I don't know if. Uh, this might be confusing, but if you were to take the year 2021 and subtract the year you were born, 1934. We're just talking about that. Yeah. yeah. Now. You're 87. I'm 87? You are. I said I was 86? Correct. Yeah. In March, you're going to be 88. Come on. <laughs> Serious. I'm serious, man. <laughs> yeah. If, well, if I was born on March 17, 1934, is that what I was? Correct. Yeah. That's that's a, that's right now you're 87 going on 88. Oh my god. <laughs> I lost a year? No, no. I, I, when you turned 87, we had a long talk about it. Uh but I guess it, you know, Days run together, and you kind of lose track of that sort of thing. Joanne, how come you let me do that? She <laughs> don't blame her. It's just Joanne's fault. No, you were happy being eighty-six. Yeah, either way, it doesn't matter. I, you know, because look, you got to have goals, and uh, you you got to set a goal for one hundred. So I don't want to I don't want to take anything away from that goal. I want to be celebrating <laughs> celebrating your I'm closer in a hurry. Dad, I've also got a uh, another interesting thing for you. Today is an anniversary. 5 years ago today was the first time we did Dear Meathead. Are you serious? I am. 5 years? Yes, it has been Five years that we've been doing this uh, segment. Oh my God! This seems like yesterday. I know. Is it? Yes. So wow. Yeah. Uh, everybody is uh, is 
has been loving it from the very beginning, Dad. To, for a lot oh of, my hey, God, they're wonderful people. I'll tell you, I am humbled. Let me tell you, for many people who listen, uh, Dear Meathead is their favorite part of the show. Oh, wow. Wow. I'm impressed. So, all right. Well, uh, I'm proud that I've got you to do that. Thanks, Dad. It's, uh, it's, it's a pleasure. Uh, Mike says, Dear Meathead, what is your most memorable moment in the five years that you've been doing this? Or uh, five... Like what? 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 What is the uh, the the greatest thing that you recall since we started working together? Uh, let me clear the air for something. First of all, my age has got a problem with me. Yeah. Uh, my mentality of thinking of as a memory of things are not as sharp as it had been. That's okay. So, some sometimes I, I falter. That's uh, that's quite all right. So repeat that question again. What's your most uh, memorable moment during Dear Meathead? Uh, what what stands out as the most fun for you? I honestly have to tell you that the, the most thing that comes to my mind is the most recent things. Okay. Uh, we had the, the one memorable thing is that you took me somewhere that I was uh, on the stage. Grand Rapids. Yeah. Was that in Grand Rapids? Okay, yeah. That was when we were on the radio, and we did a, a show in front of an audience, and you visited. And I talked. Yes. Yeah. That is a memorable thing. And I don't really remember all of the details of it, but it really impressed well, me. That was the first time that you realized that it uh, – that it was that the, that it was having an impact because people yes. were people were asking for pictures and your autograph and things like that. And then and then yeah and then there's some yeah the, the large pictures. I've got <laughs> one of them. I'm saving with a huge picture. Yep, yep. Uh, people made signs. I know Mike here who asked that question. Uh, he he made signs. People had shirts with your face on it, and that's been a that is it. That's correct. I do remember, now that you're telling me these things, it comes right back to my mind. Sure, sure. And that is one of the most memorable right. times that I could. In fact, the next thing that comes up is a recent meet, meeting that we had. Uh, what, what were we doing? Somebody's uh, celebration. It was, uh, uh, I think it was your birthday. Maddie. Or Maddie's? Oh, okay. Matt, Maddie's okay. graduation. Maddie's graduation. And then uh, several people came over. Yes. That was that's another memorable thing. So there's two two times that I really am impressed by. <laughs> well, yeah, those were uh, those those were great times. They're 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 a wonderful bunch of people. See, you know, right now I'm thinking of something that you just said, and I'm talking to you. Yeah. And you telling me I'm another year older than I thought I was. <laughs> well, hey, you know, that's, that's something. Well, I mean, it's it. I think it's something to be proud of. I mean, if you uh. Every year that you can add, man, that's uh, that's another year of wisdom and all these great grandkids and great grandkids that you can see. My gosh, that not everybody gets that opportunity, Dad. 
You're absolutely uh, correct, honey, but I am wondering what is my uh, bottom line. <laughs> no, no, it's uh, it's it's definitely eighty-seven, and I uh, and uh, and I know that you knew that at one point, but I think maybe you kind of uh, fall into a pattern and might just it might just slip your mind. It's it's really no big deal. Oh, it's not. Yeah. I mean, to be just that all of a sudden, <laughs> over another 15 minutes, I became a year older. Yeah, I don't, I don't want you to feel badly about that. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. Age is a matter of nothing. Okay. Not to me. Uh, in fact, Sarah writes this. She wrote, happy five years, Meathead. I'm so glad we got to meet you at Madison's graduation party. That's my favorite memory, along with you telling my son that it's okay to, quote, drink if he wants one. <laughs> I don't know if that was the right thing to do or not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was an awesome group, I'll tell you that. Uh, wow. Let's see. Uh, let's. Oh, you, you really, and listen, let me finish up. You, you really created a lot of good things for me with the show. Oh, it's it's been a pleasure. It's always, and it's still going strong. Thank you. Okay. Teal writes, Dear Meathead, is buying a used hot tub a good investment? No. You should never buy something like that used. How come, Dad? Because you have no clue where that has been, not as far as where it's been, but what is the age of that thing yeah. created for that material? Yeah, there could be a lot of time on it. Uh, you could have leaks in there or create leaks uh, or you don't know who's been in it. <laughs> uh, I don't, I would not take a chance on that. All right. Sam. I would spend a few hundred dollars more on buy a brand new one. If you were interested in that. Okay. Uh, going to use one. No, let me, let me see if I got this right. Uh, leaks in there or create leaks. Or uh, create it. There's leaks in there that yeah. you cannot detect it yes. until you use it and get in it. And yeah. later on, it's, uh, you know. And finally, you you never know who was in that thing. That's, that's another thing. That's right. That's the big one. You never know who was in that thing. That's the worst part of that. Yep, yep, yep. People use it for sicknesses and all this crap. True, true. Uh, all right. Nathan writes, Dear Meathead. We're uh, we're getting close to uh, it being the end of the year. Fall is coming. What is your favorite thing about the changing seasons, Dad? Well, I really do like the changes of the season because it gets me to uh, put my life in different perspective. Each season, I have a perspective of a you know of its own. So I, I really enjoy the change of the fall because I can do other things that I did uh, fall before that. Uh, I can prepare things differently for preparations of winter and all that. Uh, that's, a, that's a joy for me. I don't know why, but I enjoy that. Uh, you have to realize uh, that things can be monotonous if you stick to the same thing 12 months out of the year. All right. That, that, that's my character. I don't know what it is. 
I like winter, I like summer, I like fall, I like every one of the seasons that comes around. Because I change things in my mind. Okay, so uh, the big takeaway is you got to realize things can be monotonous if you stick with them for 12 months. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I want to do different things. Gotcha. I can't cut the lawn 12 no. months out of the no, year. No, no, no. No, that's that because thank God you have piles of snow so that you can take a shovel of snow and <laughs> throw it on the grass. <laughs> That's true. I didn't hey, even think of that. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, I tell you what, that's coming. I know, I know. You know what? Hey, hey I, I tell you what, I, I have such great people that surrounded me in my neighborhood. I don't even get to really, unless the inch is about, I shovel my snow in is about an inch. No, I, I, I wouldn't I got a neighbor that, that comes up with a huge uh, snowblower, yeah. uh, I mean, a huge one. Uh, these people just can't leave me alone to do my own thing. Well, they, they love you so I much because that. because your snowblower is, as you described it, a Mickey Mouse snowblower. It's a Mickey Mouse. It's good for about three inches of snow. <laughs> okay, Dad. Uh, what is your opinion on the vaccine? Should it be mandatory that everybody has to get the vaccine? Absolutely, yes. People are idiotic. Now, medically a proven thing. Yeah. I never took a minute to think that that's the wrong thing to do, become vaccinated. Now, I've survived from the day that I got vaccinated to this time. Why wouldn't everybody else get uh, protected by it, that they put it off? In my own family, members are not having it done. Some and people I'm not going to mention names. Some people have said, "Hey, uh, it's my choice and my uh, and I should be able to do what I want with my body." And uh, I mean uh, that uh, they... that's true. I'm not going to disagree with that. But it is not healthy. It's selfish. And you're selfish for not being vaccinated because you first of all you're very possibly, very possibly, you're shortening your own life. Oh, yeah. At this stage. And then you go ahead, contaminate some other person when you meet. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, a family member of mine is the same way. very strong about it. He's not going to have it done. Well, okay, that's your choice. But my God, explain. Are you medically educated to know whether that's good or bad for you? No, they don't have a clue. Yeah. They just said, oh, well, we're putting a germ in our body. Hey, I get vaccination every year for different diseases. Nothing yes. has happened to me other than it's protected me. Yep, yep, absolutely. I get it. I get it. Makes sense to me. Makes sense to me. I try to explain this to these people all the time. They don't listen to me. They, uh, it's, it's this weirdo distorted, uh, 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 a point of view about it. It's very frustrating yeah. to me. And frankly, if I have to go to a friend of mine's funeral, I'm going to be very upset at them at this stage of the game. I am going to be upset, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, first of all, as much as I love that person, I will not attend that funeral. Okay. Yeah. 
Maybe, maybe it, uh, it's it's like all right. I'm not even going to be part of this. You know, really. But what, what is the advantage of now going ahead to that funeral and you die in interim? So you create another problem for yourself. Right, right. But right. your family out in the cold. Yep, yep, yep. We're on the same page. Uh, all right. Let me oh, see if I, I, I volunteered right away. I got my vaccination. I'm fine. My wife's the same way. Very good. Very good. Uh, Dad, in closing, is there anything else you'd want to say on your five-year anniversary of Dear Meathead? <laughs> well, first of all, I'm sorry that I'm a year older. <laughs> Instantly, you made me a year older. Oh, I, I, I hope that doesn't bother you. But, but it doesn't matter to me, okay, my good. God. It's okay. <laughs> Hey, so you're just a fragment of your imagination. Yes, it is a fragment of your imagination. Yeah. So, what the heck? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, is there I, any, I any, uh, any, any final thoughts? Yeah, I still, hey, we got an acre to, you know, thank God for my wife. Sure. <laughs> I put her to work to cut, cut the grass and all that, so, hey. She, she's a tough dude, I'll tell you that. She's right a tough, now. did you call her a tough dude? Yep. Oh. <laughs> I call her <laughs> All right. Well, listen. She's becoming dude. Yes, I I know that you're uh, you're going up north this weekend. Have a good time up there with uh, with Mike and the gang. And uh, and I I wish I could make it, but I got something going on on my on my end here. I wish you were too, because I really miss you, honey. I miss you too. All right. Well, I love you guys. I love you too, honey, and thanks for calling, and thanks for the audience. I'll tell you all the people that are surrounding you, the wonderful people. Okay, till next time. Thank you, guys. All right, say hello to your honey for me. Yes, I will say hello to my honey. Okay, love you. I love you too, baby. Okay, bye-bye. There you go. Another amazing edition of Dear Meathead, brought to you by JM Synthetics. You don't want to use hot tub because there could be leaks or you could create leaks and you never know who's been in in the hot tub i i got to realize that things can be monotonous 12 months out of the year i've got a whole sheet of these things that i write down i just grab any sheet of paper one from weeks ago, not too many people in the world that can get my goat. Uh, so, so-and-so really saved your bacon. Mickey Mouse snowblower is one of my favorites. Any more on here? God bless Dad. And uh, I think he was shocked at the news that he's 87. There was silence, stunned silence that he's 87. And then he kept going back to us like, uh oh, I think, I think he might actually be bothered by it. All right. Joanne is a tough dude. Chris says the 87 thing is going to bug him all day. Here's the thing. I can promise you he's going to go back to thinking he's 86. And what I mean by that is he's going to do the math and then he's just going to do it wrong. So he'll take 2021 and then he'll subtract 1934, the year he was born and it'll say 87. And then he'll somehow manipulate that 
so that it'll be 86. We will have this discussion again. All right. Thank you so much, Dad. Thank you to all of you for participating. He loves you very much. Five-year anniversary of Dear Meathead. Brought to you by JM Synthetics. Let me just tell you, uh, Jason writes this because, okay, where is it? Jason wrote this. Folks, I need the support from the audience Continue to continue to be able. He writes like he's a child. Uh, I, he wrote, need the support from the audience to continue to be able, Eric, and podcast segments like this. I think he means to support Eric and podcast segments like this. We offer more than top-notch motor oil. Check out our catalog for all we offer. Thanks to the loyal customers who continue to support me and the show. So it's real simple, okay? You go to JM Synthetics dot com okay go to shop online shop by product or shop by equipment you got uh filters steering brake and uh suspension fluid anything you need if you're a diy pro antifreeze and coolant cleaners and protectants firearms lubricants and cleaners bar and chain oil bearing and chassis grease compressor oil Hydraulic oil for your heavy duty, gear oil, transmission fluid, fuel additives, uh, and of course, uh, motor oil. You uh, shop by equipment. You can uh, then pick on whatever it is that you uh, want to buy for your motor home, your marine, your ATV, UTV, snowmobile, turbo diesel truck. So all things MAGA, okay? Click on this shit, agricultural, anything, and off you go. And then you, like, uh, make a laundry list of what you want. And then you call Jason up and say, look, dude, this is what I'm going to buy. And he's like, fantastic. Call up JM Synthetics, 616-747-0233. That's what he means about supporting him. You support him, he'll be able to keep supporting the show. And then, boom, we've got a beautiful relationship. So if you remember, you can think about it. If you got a project coming up, uh, remember Jason. And, and Amsoil is the best in the business. It is absolutely amazing and an amazing set of products. Thank you, Jason. Hang on. Oh, my God. I got to knock out some of these ads again. Sorry. I cannot wait to tell you about the rest of my day yesterday and what I went through. With these tough guy Reddit people. Fucking assholes. All right. Uh, as you know, I have a Patreon. I do it again today. Uh, my Patreon bonus podcast. Before the Patreon bonus podcast, I actually have rescheduled Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia. Dale's phone was on the fritz. So it'll be Saul taking on Dale today in trivia. Guaranteed it's going to happen. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Five or ten bucks a month on my Patreon. If you listen to a lot of material, you know, if you're and you're just trying to find something to listen to in the uh, free daily podcast that we're doing right now, is like God. I wish there was more. Then this is for you because I give you, in addition to the hours I give you every week on the freebie, an additional 13, 14, 15 hours a week on my Patreon. Plenty of stuff. Plenty of content. Never will you be short of content again. 
and this is what I suggest. If you're like on the fence about this, sign up for one month and see how it suits you. You just throw five or 10 bucks a month at me. Try it out. And if it stinks, cancel it. And then you get the rest of that month. And then you're out five bucks. Okay. Or 10 bucks. No big deal. But if you like it, two options. You can let it ride. Or if you just want to sign up for the full year, pay it all at once. If you do that, I will save you 10%. So what was $54 for the audio only? I'm sorry. What was $60 for the audio only is now 54. What was 120 for the audio video live streams is now 108. That's how I do it. Okay. Um, one more time. One of many more times for Frank the Tank Fuss, insurance wizard, who I, I don't see. I haven't seen him on the live stream in a little while. He might still be there, but I just haven't seen his name. Frank, are you, are you even there right now? Uh, uh, Frank, uh, I convinced him to spend his money on uh, marketing uh, mypolicyshop.com on the show. He then kind of uh, became a fan of it. So thank you to Frank. But I took that time off, that vacation, so I don't know where the hell he is. He might be here. I don't know. Um, so mypolicyshop.com, and here's, here's what's up. He is an insurance broker. Now, one way, shape, or form, you're going to need a guy like Frank. Because if you just, when it comes to getting your insurance, either through your employer at open enrollment, time or you're buying it on the marketplace or you're you need dental insurance or you need homeowners insurance or auto insurance or whatever and you just kind of do it on your own you're your own agent why don't you have one person take care of all of that stuff for you and then you don't have the to worry about the time of doing it and you're getting an expert doing all the right things for you on your behalf and it's free. Why wouldn't you do that? This is what I recommend. I do this. Okay. And I'm in the process right now of changing my insurance because I've been buying it from the marketplace, but the queen of the forest, uh, she is getting employer paid for insurance very soon. So I've got all this weird transition stuff and I go, I, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Frank, help me. All right, I'll help you. Frank does all that for me. I don't have to do it. He does it. Would you just go to this website, buy, B-U-Y, B-U-Y, buyinsurancehere.com. It's a form, name, address, phone number, insurance needs, where do you hear about me? Make sure you put my name. And uh, then it shows up in his inbox. And then he reaches out to you and you start this beautiful relationship. And then you say to Frank, how much is this going to cost me? And he goes, it doesn't cost you anything. You're like, what? Huh? Yes, that's true. Frank doesn't make his money from you. He makes it from the insurance companies. Now, in the event that you need supplemental insurance, specifically people in the Medicare system, because people who sign up for Medicare, sometimes they'll look at the policy and like, oh, this only covers this, this, and this. Well, that's, that's what the government's going to pay for. You might need a little bit more. You can take care of that through Frank. He's awesome. Now, I realize not everybody is 65 years old or getting ready to turn 65 years old. I mean, my, my audience is typically younger. However, there are people in your life who w will, okay? Would you hold them by the hand and take them 
to that website. Trust me, they will need this. Do not try to navigate Medicare on your own or them navigate it on their own. Help these people. They're old. Buyinsurancehere.com. I think the Schaefers went to go see John Heffron and John Reap at Howard City Lanes yesterday. Thank you for doing that. That's very sweet. I hope it was a good show. I'm guessing it was awesome. They only paid 25 bucks, and you get two winners of Last Comic Standing on one stage at Howard City Lanes. Amazing old room, okay? Right next to the ATM is the stage. Tonight, Spectrum Lanes. Go see John Heffron and John Reap. 25 bucks. Spectrum Lanes. Fullhousecomedy.com if you want tickets. You just click on the date. It takes you right to where it says, get the tickets. There you go. And it'll take you to an Eventbrite page, and you buy the tickets. 25 bucks. Two shows, 7 and 9 p.m. tonight. At Spectrum Lanes. Tomorrow, Park Theater in Holland. Great old room to see a show. Park Theater in Holland. Same two uh, guys, Heffron and Reap. Then they go to uh, the 27th. That would be Friday at Rockford Lanes. Full house comedy. And then Saturday, it is the culmination of this local tour. Back Alley Comedy Club is the place to be. That is Saturday night. Part of Sherman Bowling Center. Two shows. 7 and 9 p.m. My gosh. Fullhousecomedy.com. That's Big Dick Donnie's. Donnie Veldman, formerly Back Alley Comedy Club. Um, And we're trying to get this guy back on his feet. Okay? So go see a show. You will not be let down. Have yourself a few drinks. Kick back. Laugh your asses off. Probably uh, meet the comics afterwards. Get a picture. Get an autograph. Off you go. Have some sex. It's over. Not with the comics, but, you know. Uh, in September, Mitch Fatel, who is absolutely awesome. Love that guy. He will be uh, coming to uh, back uh, Full House Comedy at the uh, start of September, as will Eddie Griffin. Those two in town at about the same time. Okay. <sighs> Yesterday at the gym. Now, I'm on the treadmill, and... Uh, it's my recovery run. There is no way in hell I'm going outside to run. It's too damn hot. All right. Now, on these recovery runs, the mileage is long, but it's slow. Okay. Now, when I was in shape, the recovery runs were at, I don't know, eight minutes a mile. I am a fat piece of shit right now. The recovery runs are much slower. I was reminded of this. Uh, okay, going back to the YMCA, it's 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 different now. There's there's a lot less people there, but some of the familiar faces I, I'm seeing for the first time in a long time. I've forgotten most of their names. Had an awkward interaction with a guy by the name of Don who I saw him and he goes, Hey, Eric. I go, Hey guy. Hey, Hey, Hey chief. Hey, Hey pal. Hey fella. 
I always feel like such a dick. Hey, hey, guy. And then uh, he's talking. I'm not hearing a word he's saying because I'm just trying to remember his name. And I'm like, that, okay, this, this is Phil. This is Phil. You got to commit and say, yeah, okay, see you, Phil. Just say it. But that to me is like tightrope walking without a net. Because once you get that wrong, he's going to correct you. It's going to be weird. You're probably better off saying either, hey, uh, it's been a while since I've been here. I forgot your name. But that is that is such a ridiculous thing. What It's like saying I don't give a I didn't give a fuck about any of our interactions uh, prior to, to uh, when, when I stopped coming here. So I, I, I couldn't commit you to memory. I have such a short fuse and, and hate me so much when I do this. So time passes. I mean, I am just killing myself. And I'm like, this is Phil. This is Phil. This is Phil. And then it hits me. Don. It's Don. I'm 90% sure. Now, at this point, I think I'm close to just saying, all right, Don, and then be on my way. I would have been right. But I couldn't commit. I didn't have balls enough to do it. So I went with, so I've been here. It's been a while. I said this thing I was just telling you. I, it's been a while. Don, right? Yeah, he says, and almost with a tone of, how the fuck could you not know that, like, uh, instantaneously? At least that's the way I took it. But then he kind of, like, uh, goes, yeah, there was one time I forgot your name, too, and then I, uh, it was really bothering me, and I, it stuck with me, and then finally it popped in my head, which is exactly what I was just going through. I go, I know exactly what you mean, Don. I know exactly what you fucking mean. That was on Monday. Yesterday, Tuesday, he's there again. Hey, Don. Then I'm like really going to be like over the top about it. Uh, There's another guy who is named, I swear it's Heath, which you don't find too, too many Heaths in the world. But every time I've called him it, he's kind of raised an eyebrow. So I think I might be screwing that up. So I think I need to actually just shut my mouth and wait for somebody to refer to him or, or when someone's talking to him, like pull them aside and say, hey, what is what, what is that, that, that guy you were just talking with? What, what the fuck is his name? I swear it's Heath. And I, I, to me, it's just as bad if I say, hey, so your name's Heath, right? That's just as bad as calling him like Gary, you know? Ah, God, I get in my own head. This isn't about that. I'm on the treadmill. I'm at 10 minutes a mile, 9.50 a mile. It's slow. My legs hurt because the day before I lifted weights, I did a little lower body strength, you know? And so I hadn't done that in a while, so things are aching. I didn't even finish the nine miles. I was supposed to get nine miles. I made it through, I made it through half. I'm, I, I, I'm, let's see, a handful of weeks away. How many weeks am I to the race? Uh, let's see, I'm on week nine, so... One, two, three, four, five, seven and a half weeks to the rate to the race. I'm slow as shit. I would be I will be lucky if I well, I'll be able to get the race done, but I I am predicting about a nine minute a mile pace 
for the half marathon. I predict that. Anything faster than that is a miracle. It's at this point that I think that the only way I beat Mike Ball is if he gets hurt, uh, sick, uh, oversleeps, gets shot on the way there, maybe a carjacking, an asteroid hits his vehicle and kills him. I don't know. Uh, but I'm not going to sit here and uh, I, I'm scared to death. I think he's going to destroy me. If you want to um, support the AT Children's Project again, and uh, I guess that's a little inside info there, you might as well uh, bet on Mike right now. I don't, I don't give a shit who you bet on because at the end of the day, we're trying to uh, raise money for a uh, deadly children's uh, children's disease. So thank you very much. $25 if you want to bet as to who is going to be the uh, winner of that race. By the way, Stevie says, um, Eric, I think you're overthinking the name thing. It happens all the time to people, myself included. Just apologize and move on, I guess. Yeah, I can't. I, yes, I, I, you're, yes, you're correct. What you said there is great advice. You are right, but I am really hard on myself about that. I just, and then, uh, so that, that's two things I'm hard on myself about. I'm hard on myself about the names and about me being a racist. I think I'm a little racist. Because I basically said to the black guy in my driveway, all you blacks look the same. I confused you for another black guy. If I had walked up to that that dude and said, yeah, I mean, it would have been, because that's what I'm saying. I, I, I'm, I'm passively saying, all black guys look the same because I confused you for another black guy. Ugh. Unbelievable. But this dude walks up to me when I'm on the treadmill. And I'm like, what? Why would you do this? Why would you say this? His name is Andrew. And Andrew is the picture of health. I take it back. He's one of those guys who his upper body is just jacked. And he's got a meathead haircut where um, it's it's like a, like a mohawk, but it's really short mohawk. So everything is shaved except for the, the one patch on top. It's very dated look to this type of uh, flat top mohawk. I don't know. Almost like, um, who is that MMA fighter? Chuck Liddell. Okay, that it reminds me of Chuck Liddell. And nicest guy in the world. And uh, he comes walking out to me, and, goes, and I haven't seen him forever. Like, I'm, I'm just starting to go back to the gym now. It's too hot to fucking run outside. Like I said, so I'm on the fucking treadmill. Walking, hey, man. He sticks out his fist, and, uh, you know, his arms are shaved. So that tells me he, uh, he, he's, in, he's like in, a, in bodybuilding competitions or something like that. But you uh, have a guy who uh, really strong upper body, but his legs, it looks like, you know, a couple of strings hang, hanging out of his shorts. It was all upper body. 
was walking up to me and he's like, hey, how you doing? He sticks out his fist. I, hey, how you doing? Andrew? Hey, and I remembered his name. Hey, Andrew, punch his fist. I probably remember his name because he's a white guy. But uh, he's like, uh, yeah, hey, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah, it has. Uh, good to be back here, though. Last time you were here, though, you sure did run a whole lot faster. I'm like, you know what? Why don't you just fucking punch my dick? Yeah, I know. I go, ah, you know, I've, uh, I've been doing nothing but eating and, you know, giving away organs. Yeah, they're, they're, I didn't say that, but I wanted to. I want to go, yeah, I'll just give it away my kidney. You know, had to take a little time off and uh, maybe a little comfort eating along the way. But uh, thanks, fuck face. Thank you so much. That is so sweet of you to point out that I'm a fat, slow fuck now. Andrew, if that's your name, I think it's his name. Fuck. So that kind of continued. Then my, then I realized my fucking feet hurt, and I said, "All right, I'm done with this shit." Josh writes, "Bah ha 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 ha!" Thank you, Josh. And uh. Uh, I I should say, Andrea says, it looks like he skips leg day. I I wish I had the uh, 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 ability to think of those things when people insult me like that. So I can say, yeah, thanks. Haven't seen you in a while. Uh, Looks like you skipped leg day. That would be great. But I always, I always, I always just sit there and get pissed off and I miss the opportunity to say something. I always want to fucking say something. And then after they leave, then I'm like, yeah, you know what I should have said? I should have said this. God, then uh, he is sitting there in the uh, free weights area and uh, he's with this dude named Brian. And these guys work out today uh, like uh, they, they work out on this day together, I should say. And I, and I come walking up and I usually make a crack like, yep, yeah, I'm here to offer tips on uh, weightlifting guys if you need help. So they kind of like jump in and, and joke about that. But you know what they're doing? They're taking 45-pound plates, these, these guys. They're so fucking strong. And I'm uh, on my back bench pressing with 15-pound dumbbells. 15 pounds. Now, I'm not doing flies. I'm benching with 15 pounds dumbbells. And I went up to 20, and then that was it. I, I couldn't do any more. And they go, yeah, 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 have you had enough? You had enough there? You, uh, How come you're not doing more? And I'm like, fuck you. These assholes have 45-pound plates, and they're holding them out with straight arms, okay? Okay, so if you hold a 45-pound plate up to your chest, that's one thing. They're holding it out from their body, and then they're turning the plates like steering wheels, Okay? And this has, I'm guessing, some extreme stress, causes extreme stress to, like, the shoulder girdle area. I am, And, like, the back, I imagine that that is really, really hard to do. If I wanted to do the same thing, I would need a five-pound fucking weight to do this. I would look like I'm playing Mario Kart. Oh, it sounds... Remark. It looks remarkably difficult, and they're sitting there using that shit, 
uh, those 45-pound weights. And there I am with my 15-pound dumbbells. It was horribly humiliating. They insulted me. To, yeah, yeah, hey, you had enough? You sure you don't want to do some more? Andrea says those dudes' delts are probably huge. They are. They look like uh, they've got like, um, okay, so you got like the shoulder, and then you've got, uh, you know, like the neck. It goes from the neck down to the shoulder like a, like a slope. Okay, I think that's called the uh, uh, trapezius. They're they're like enormous. It's crazy big shoulders. Like what the fuck? I got the fuck out of there. Couldn't handle it. That was my gym experience. Total humiliation. Total humiliation. I always feel bad for the ladies there because I know. That these fucking scumbag, uh, 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 not necessarily these two, but there are people there that 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 really, really, like I was telling you about with Maddie, that ogle them and do terrible, look at them, do stare at these women, do terrible things. I was like, my God, ah, gruesome. All right, I want to get into this. I want to talk a little bit about yesterday's show. What started out as me simply telling the story about my interaction with somebody that I despise, Kyle, from my old radio show. Now, a little bit more context, just so you understand, because I don't think these fucking assholes on the Freebird Hot Wings Reddit understand where the fuck I'm coming from. Despite the unbelievable amount of context I give you, about my relationship with Kyle, which was tremendous. I loved Kyle, handpicked to be my partner on the radio. And six days into our tenure, because of something he did and then lied about, was his undoing. Don't believe me? Ask him. This is something you should ask him. All I can tell you is why in the world would I be, oh my God, get him the fuck out of here. Why would I do that when I handpicked him to be on my show? Okay. I gave you the very specific details about when Andrew Cloud Kicker reached out to me via Facebook Messenger and gave me some very, very, very unbelievable information that I did not want to believe, okay? And that was it. That's all it took, okay? Reach out to Kyle and ask him about Andrew Cloud Kicker and see what type of response you get. I can guarantee you, you will be ignored. You won't get anything. He knows. Ask him, okay? So after talking about what I talked about on my show, my interaction with Kyle at Meyer, these fucking gutless piece of shit Reddit people, this first one is perfect. Leave it to Zane to be a, uh, a pussy at the store and then talk 20 minutes of shit on his pathetic show, said underscore WJS3 underscore. So guy anonymously on Reddit throws me under the bus for how I handle. Oh, okay. Perfect. Oh, hello, pot. 
Say hello to Kettle, you fucking moron. Space Fluffer writes, I find myself hate listening to Eric Zane. Well, thank you. I'm glad you're here. I can't believe how many poor choices he continually makes. He's in a slow spiral into oblivion. Well, uh, I don't know. What do you mean by that? Please explain to me what poor choices I've made. You know what I love about these fucking pussies? Not a one of them will reach out to me with an email and tell me this essentially to my face electronically. Not a one of them. They would never do that. And if they did, they would make a fake email account to it. I'm right here. Say it to my face. Not a one of them. They post it anonymously on fucking Reddit. Okay, fine. I used to defend Zane a lot, and I thought he was really funny. But either I've changed, or he's finally dialed it up to the point where it's no longer funny. He just comes across as mean. Just scroll through his Facebook page and look at all of his posts. Now, you need to understand where this comes from. The Freebird Outwing Show is the most woke show in America. Okay? They are all so far left. Every one of them. Okay? They just added this woke lady to the roster. Okay? Who, on the show, was getting hammered about something. And, like, Greg ran to, like, defend her. Okay? And and said, oh, yeah, this is all happening because she's a woman. It's all, it, it's all super left. So... That's fine. I don't have a problem with it. But the reason why I say that is because the audience there, they are of that ilk. So anybody who actually, like me, doesn't give a fuck, exists in the world, uh, they're going to have a problem with it. I say whatever the fuck I want. doesn't matter to me. And my audience loves that. That's why they're here. So they don't have to hear the bullshit that goes on every single day on that show. All right? Seems to work for them. Congratulations. I know it works for me. So whatever. So that's where this guy writes. That's where that's the place he comes from when he writes this. Just scroll through his Facebook page and look at all of his posts. Asians butthurt about comedian impersonation. Olympic medalist butthurt about being told to focus on school. Gutless wimps deface sign. Quit Burger King because work is hard. Competitive eating skank grosses out locals in nearby Rockford, Michigan. You know, I think those are all fucking great headlines. I love those fucking headlines. I enjoyed it, and that's all I care about. It's all obnoxious trolling, trying to be offensive as possible without even any attempt at humor. Well, look, you may say that I'm swirling uh, into oblivion, but fuck, I'm still here making a living doing this. So it's kind of working out just the way I planned it. So I don't know what the fuck. Wow. This person writes, sounds like he's losing it. I listened to his podcast for a few months when it came out, uh, but just lost interest. He surely wasn't this over the top then. Are you fucking crazy? I've always been like this. This one writes, I think so too. 
he went off after with some rant about the vaccine and how he wants the military to start kicking indoors and jabbing people whether they want it or not. You fucking idiots. Okay, I, dude, everything I say is exaggerated. Everything. It's always over the top. If you don't, this is what I talked about with Anthony. If you don't commit to that type of outrageousness, you have a show like theirs. Boring and saccharine, you fucking morons. Jesus. All of these morons that listen to that show have been lulled into complacency with that silly, saccharine, horseshit show. They think that's good. Okay? This person writes, I think this person kind of gets it. I think he's found out that his most loyal listeners really like to trash PC culture. Yeah, well, maybe, but don't forget, I also trash them about some of their decision-making. And they don't seem to mind. They are a tough bunch, the audience that listens to this show. I can look at my audience in the face and tell them that they're a bunch of dumb fucks. And we still love each other. And they tell me the same fucking thing. So I tell them to go fuck themselves. They tell me to go fuck myself. And then we hug. We're not a bunch of pussies like all the assholes that listen to that show. Uh, this person continues. So just take a shot at riling people up and go from there. But either I've changed, uh, or he's, uh, or he's finally dialed it up to the point where it's no longer funny and just comes across as mean. So this person said something similar to that other person. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. So there you go. You said it right there. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I feel like Freeburn Outwings has really changed since I started listening. I don't know. It seems like Zane has not. Thank you. That's a compliment. I know for me personally, my sensibilities and tastes have changed. Other people have not changed, and they probably still find Zane funny and also see Freeburn Outwings as watered down in PC. Yes! True! There's the, remember when we used to be able to camp for many, many things. They have this unrelenting refusal to accept that the world changing is not a personal attack against them. And so in most cases, they just lean harder into it, uh, lean harder into it. I feel like Zane is that way eh, in some cases. All those headlines you posted are probably seen as absolute gold by the most dedicated Zaniac. Well, maybe, uh, you know, maybe not. Don't care. That's just how I felt. And that's what I wanted to write. Uh, another pussy writes, I'm caught somewhere in between where Zane's bullying just comes across as obnoxious to me, but Freebear and Hot Wings do seem a little bit watered down. That's an understatement. Like, I still really enjoy all the old clips on Saturdays, even the crude and offensive humor. So there you go. It was a rather one-sided affair where all of these fucking morons just beat the shit out of me. All right. Thanks. I'll take it. Uh, Kenneth writes, You know, Zane, honestly, I thought you fell off before listening to your show the first time today. I admit I was wrong. So Kenneth must be kind of new back in, you know, maybe hadn't listened in some time and, uh, and he says, and yes, they are very left. Keep it real, Zane. And I, and I think to your point, that's absolutely true. 
because when I started doing monologue-style show, Eric, Mike, camera, nothing more, dogs, it's not easy. It's a bitch. So, you know, there's a real learning curve to that, and I, uh, I would like to think that over time I've adapted and been able to do this for extended time and, you know, you can handle it. It's, it's, it's easier to do now because I've been doing it for a long time. Uh, Adam says Hot Wings is left. Well, maybe not. I mean, I guess politically Hot Wings, Hot Wings is more of a moderate, okay? But uh, so I guess he's he's a little bit more like I am. Him and I are closest politically. Uh, but the rest of them, I mean, there he's outnumbered. I mean, you have the fucking woke society on that show. And even if he feels that way, you would never hear his true feelings on the show. He would never have the nerve. Nobody on, the, on that show would have the nerve to actually take the time and say, hey, this is how I feel about this. Because you know what the excuse is? It's not fun. It's no fun to do that. Fucking A, are you crazy? It's awesome. That's their excuse. It's not fun to talk about what everyone on the entire fucking planet is talking about. Are you crazy? That's why we part. It's a very hey, why don't we talk about this today? No, man, I'd rather do I'd rather do Ask Amy. That show goes and reads Ask Amy and then does it on the air. They do that on the show. Ask Amy. What? Oh. Oh my god. Thank Christ I got fired. I wouldn't be able to live with myself. These are my thoughts on Afghanistan. Totally changing gears here. We sit in a spot where we're trying to bring all of these people out of there. All of the Americans, first and foremost, need to get out of there. It's been 20 years. Nothing was really accomplished because with a snap of a finger, apparently, the fucking Taliban shows up, takes all the equipment we left behind. Um, we absolutely uh, bungled this. I don't think that anybody can lay all of the blame on Joe Biden like a lot of you listening would love to do. It's, it's not nearly that simple, though. Not nearly that simple. 20 years, okay? First of all, the invasion of Afghanistan was folly. The invasion of uh, Iraq was fucked up and stupid, too. All we wanted was Osama bin Laden. We did not decimate the Taliban in any way, shape, or form. We kind of like were placeholders in various spots on the map. And then once we started to pull back, they immediately just walked in and took it all over. So that's a failure. When we did finally go and get bin Laden, it was a strike move with about 15 dudes in fucking Pakistan, the opposite side of Pakistan, not on the border of Afghanistan. So what the fuck? Hindsight being what it is, admittedly, why didn't we really go after these guys and fucking lay waste indiscriminately to out to destroy the Taliban? I don't know. I don't have all the answers. 
That's easy to say. Easier said than done, I'm guessing. I don't want to insult the people that actually went out and went door to door, lost their lives. I mean, serious, serious shit here. But here we are 20 years later, and uh, nobody's been able to figure that out. So now we've got Vietnam times 10. And uh, added it into the mix, as we start to back out, the Taliban is right outside of the airport saying, hey, how's it going? Yeah, we're ready to take over. And there's a deadline, August 31. we got to get uh, get these guys out of there. Now, here's where um, I would get really aggressive. If I were the president of the United States, and I already look like a cock, all right, because of Afghans falling off airplanes and uh, the turmoil that has gone on there. This is a perfect opportunity for Biden to win some points here. And this is what I mean by this. Because the Taliban has said, sorry, if you're not out by August 31, we're not going to let people leave. This is where Eric Zane would say, well, then we're going to fucking reinvade. We're going to fucking blow you up. We're going we're gonna to shoot the shit out of anything that fucking moves. You motherfucker. We'll fucking take our sweet time getting out of there. Why, are, why is it going like this? Um, in my opinion, we're the United fucking States. And uh, no one's going to tell us uh, when we leave a country or not. Fuck you. You fucking idiot. Uh, over our goddamn dead bodies, is that going to happen? So uh, I'm not buying the Taliban pushing America around as to when we're leaving your fucking shithole country. Fuck you. I think we should fucking send everybody back and start the whole fucking war over if that's how this is going to be. Why, why is America getting shoved out of Afghanistan by the, the fucking Taliban, whose who's, uh, who's, uh, weaponry consists of our shit and Toyota trucks with guns bolted on the top of them. Fuck that. Not to mention uh, this. Uh, by the way, it was, uh, it was some time ago as we approached the uh, 2020 election. Um, that uh, Peter Meyer, as the Today Show referred to him today, Peter Major. Peter Meyer sat right there, and we did a show together when he was running for Congress. So it's kind of cool because he's kind of like been uh, uh, in the headlines since he took office. He was a, uh, uh, a newly minted congressperson, uh, and then he was... You know, on January 6th, he was involved in all that crazy shit, and he was one of the handful of Republicans who said, fuck Trump, I vote to impeach, which I thought was great. And uh, so now people here in this district of uh, where he is in the Grand Rapids area, a lot of the Republicans who love Trump, they, they hate this guy. And I love Peter Meyer. I think he's got fucking balls and some real gumption to do what he did. And uh, now there's this. Meyer went to the uh, airport, Hamid Karzi Airport, with Democrat Seth Moulton on his own, privately, without telling anybody to see how fucked up this is. And it's a disaster. Okay, he wanted, to, he wanted, his, wanted his own eyes as to what the scenario is. Now, 
as of today, or actually as of the last several days, they are rapidly getting people out of there. But it is the 25th of August, and these motherfucking towel-headed assholes are telling us that we've got till August 31st or else they're, they're not going to let anybody leave. Fuck you. Holy shit. So Democrat, Republican, fly in, and they're like, uh, I, 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 the White House is like, this is bullshit. You shouldn't be doing this. You, you uh, seats should not be occupied by, for anybody. But it's like, wait, hold on. Shut up. He did this on his own. This is what he writes. What they write. They, they wrote this in tandem. Democrat, Republican. Doesn't get more bipartisan than this. As veterans, these guys both serve, we care deeply about the situation on the ground at Hamid Karzi International Airport. America has a moral obligation to our citizens and loyal allies, and we must make sure that obligation is being kept. Like many veterans, we have spent the last few weeks working without sleep to try to get as many people as we could through the gates into safety. As members of Congress, we have a duty to provide oversight on the executive branch. There's no place in the world uh, right now where oversight matters more. We conducted this visit in secret, speaking out about it only after our departure to minimize the risk and disruption to the people on the ground because we were there to gather info, not to grandstand. We left on a plane with empty seats, seated in crew-only seats to ensure that nobody who needed a seat would lose one because of our presence. Washington should be ashamed of the position we put our service members in. They represent the best in America. These men and women have been run ragged and are still running strong. Their empathy and dedication to duty are truly inspiring. The acts of of heroism and selflessness we witnessed at the airport should make America proud. I don't think anybody's disputing that. We came into this visit wanting, like most veterans, to push the president to extend the August 31st deadline. Biden's saying, oh, no, we'll, we'll, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. If I'm Biden, I don't risk it. I say, uh... All right, we're going to try for the 31st, but if anybody, if we miss it and anybody gives the, gives a shit, we're going to open fire on them and shoot the fuck out of these people. After talking with commanders, uh, the, the bad guys, that is, not the citizens. want to make that clear. After talking with commanders on the ground and seeing the situation firsthand, it is obvious that because we started the evacuation so late, no matter what we do, We won't get everyone out on time, even by September 11th. Sadly and frustratingly, getting our people out depends on maintaining the current bizarre relationship with the Taliban. Absolutely. We shouldn't be talking to these motherfuckers. In the coming days, uh, we will have more to share with our colleagues and the American people about what we learned. But after meeting with Marines, soldiers, and dedicated State Department officials on the ground, we want the world to know first and foremost that we have never been prouder to be Americans. All right. So, I mean, I don't know what you accomplished there other than you just saw that it's going to take a long time. Maybe you can impress upon the president to extend that deadline. But, look, Trump talked to the Taliban. Fuck that. Biden has, uh, has made an arrangement with the Taliban. Fuck that. Why the fuck are we talking to the Taliban? We don't talk to the fucking Taliban. This is bullshit. This whole thing stinks. And the fact that we're taking, since when do we take marching orders from the, from the fucking Taliban? This is embarrassing to me. My God. Hey, you guys okay over there? I got three dogs. They look like they want to go out. All right. 
There you go. Peter Meyer and that other dude uh, go to Afghanistan. Folks, I am running out of time. I got a pee and I got trivia coming up with, uh, of course, Saul taking on Dale in uh, Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer trivia. I have that. And then after that, I will have the Patreon bonus podcast. Remember, consider signing up on Patreon. Give me a shot. If you listen to a lot of material and you need more material, this might be just the thing for you. I try not to let you down. I hope I don't. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. If you are growing anything, indoors, outdoors, uh, flowers, vegetables, cannabis, remember, everything you need is at Horizon Hydroponics. I say it like that because it's H-O-R-Z-E-N, Horizon. Like Zen, oh, HorizonHydroponics.com. You can uh, buy online anywhere in the U.S. Orders two fifty and more. The shipping is free. Dumpster divers, call or text 616-375-9962. Get a dumpster anywhere in West Michigan. A&E heating and cooling. Get that thing fixed. 616-516-8579. Anything at all for heating and cooling can take care of it. With the installation of a comfort maker brand of furnace or air conditioner. Mention my name when you call A&E Heating and Cooling. Hopefully you won't need a very expensive after hours uh, service call. But he'll, he'll get you up and running. And then finally, God bless Gift of Life, Michigan. I uh, encourage organ donation on this show. If you would go to ericzainshow.com, click on the Gift of Life logo, and then sign up to be a organ donor. That is my personal page for Gift of Life. And uh, they will know that uh, you found out about it from the Eric Zane Show podcast. Or just make sure that if you're in the great state of Michigan, on your uh, uh, ID there, your, your license or whatever, you indicate that uh, you want to be an organ donor. The asshole of the day is commencing. Brought to you by JM Synthetics and TC Paintball. Congratulations to the Reddit pussies. If any one of you gutless twats cares to reach out to me on the Shoreliners striping inbox, I will arrange a meetup in any parking lot and beat the fuck out of you. First guy who hits the ground loses the fight. Honorable mention to Jim Morons, who skipped leg day and like making other people feel inferior. Thank you, Kenny. All right. Thank you. Rick, Rick Steinbach is in. Rick Steinbach is in. Hello, Rick. I'm excited about Sunday. You guys are the best. I appreciate you. I will talk to you on the Patreon. Have a good one. Till next time. Bye-bye.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.